this is across broad across across <laughs> I didn't know you couldn't pronounce your R's across everyone this is Mind Your Employment brought to you by Waikiki Society this series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and YouTube so as always like subscribe and click on the bell so james what has covid slash lockdown slash 2020 and 2021 taught us oh what hasn't it taught us let's be real (laughs) it's been a a wild ride that unfortunately doesn't seem to be quite over yet but no um you know from an employment perspective i think people really got a taste of what genuine flexible working is like yeah um you know flexible hours working at home um you know so much so that actually the bbc conducted a survey earlier this year and they found that almost all 50 of the uk's biggest employers actually didn't plan on going back to everybody in the office full-time models of working and actually we've got a kind of a new normal um, I think it's really being pushed by the Labour Party in particular with plans for giving kind of workers the right to work from home and um, where it's reasonable to do so they're going to help or they want to help like kind of small medium enterprises kind of adapt to those sort of flexible working regimes but yeah you know political affiliations and parties aside or whoever's you know doing it or pushing it or driving it or whatever yeah I thought that was really interesting actually that 50 mm. of the biggest companies in this country are actually now saying, you know what, we don't need everyone to be here all the time. Um, We don't even need everyone to be here some of the time. Mm. Um, And actually, we can now go into this kind of, you know, flexible working kind of world. Yeah. But what's it taught you? What have you learned from this? So what this whole period has taught, I think not just me, but many people is facing Mm. your mental health more Mm -hmm. so than in the past. Right. I feel like pre 2020 when like everyone was mentioning about mental health and how Mm -hmm. depression is a disease and you can't see it I think bringing work home and working from Mm -hmm. home and actually understanding how it actually feels each and one of us actually suffering some sort of factor of mental health or a huge factor of mental health but you think of how yeah. I hold, like between 2020 and 2021, mm. I managed a great deal of like achievements. But the whole criteria of like being locked down in, you know, sitting in your house, all four walls, it's mm-hmm. taught me to like face the problem, like specifically mental health for me, mm-hmm. and like acknowledge it and then find a solution of how to get yourself out of that so-called box that it's reminded me that you know you need to break free from that intangible walls that you've mm. built up for yourself and pre-2020 I could escape it by by going to my friends by going out by drinking by doing all mm-hmm. those things that you know can socially acceptable but it's a way to avoid your problems mm. yeah it really did make me face up my mental health Okay, I mean, that's good. Uh, I think, you know, people recognising mental health, uh, um, Mm -hmm. being more in tune with it, um, it's definitely been one positive to come out from all of this. And actually, I think employers recognising mental health and being in tune with it and thinking and focusing on well-being has also been really important. And actually, working at home in some ways has been really great for that because people now have a bit more flexibility. So they're not 
stressing about, you know, oh, when am I going to be able to do this thing? Because actually their employers are being far more flexible about it and saying, well, as long as you do the work, we don't really care whether you're doing it between nine and five or five and 10, or, you know, you know, five and nine, whatever it is, but um, you're just getting it done at the times that suits you. So actually you now have that more flexibility that you can get all the other stuff done that's probably been on your mind a bit. But also you've gained more time. And I've always said that time is the most precious commodity because it's so rare and it's so valuable and you can never get more of it. You only ever get less of it. And that no longer are we having to sort of sit in trains and whatever, commuting to and from. Um, You know, if you're fortunate enough where you can work from home, obviously I appreciate there are so many people out there whose job doesn't allow for this. Um, And so I hope their employers are finding other ways to kind of bring a bit of balance there. But those of us who can work at home to do their work, then then actually you're finding you're getting a lot more time because you're not having to do that daily commute um, kind of to and from. Um, So you get a bit extra time as well to do the things that you want to do to decompress to kind of um, look after yourself and to take care of your well-being as well so it's interesting I think employers are finding benefits as well because a they're finding people are being more productive because their well-being is being taken care of but actually uh, and and perhaps the kind of the more money-driven employers out there are thinking well you know what we don't need all of this office space anymore because yeah. we're not going to be using it. And actually, we don't have the overheads that we necessarily did have because yeah. we're having less people here. So it's great that they can reduce money and, and, and cost save in that way. And it is my hope that those cost saving measures lead to, you know, better working salaries, you know, actual real living wages for, for their staff. You know, maybe they'll translate that way. But um, there really isn't been much against it uh, that I've seen out there since this started I think we we all kind of adapted pretty well and pretty quickly wouldn't you think I think so um especially how companies have so quickly put the staff first Mm. and especially the first uh, week of lockdown mm-hmm. where like everyone's rushing to sort out their sort of settlement of how they sh- can work at home yeah. and how they can like still carry on and provide that goods and services without be- having too much yeah. interruption i also found it really interesting how people come to realize that whilst working at home they could set up other things like um i realized the whole of the lockdown period, twenty, both in 2020 and 2021, has mm. actually increased the rise of upcoming entrepreneurs oh, really? or small business being started at home. Because yeah. I feel like people are so, so prior to the whole like um, pandemic, everyone was so rigid about the mm. whole nine to five and only working on a nine to five. Yeah. And then you start to realize when they have more time, not mm-hmm. just to rest and recoup and like do whatever they want to do, but it was just interesting to see like how many people are willing to put in more effort, you know, create a company or be an entrepreneur and do something for themselves, you yeah. know, something that can contribute directly to themselves. Yeah. And it's just fascinating to see so many small companies pop up and mm-hmm. you know kind of enjoy this reap the success of everyone being at home and having the freedom to you know support small companies and I, as far as I'm aware like everyone out there should still support small companies because there are mm. those who did suffer hugely yeah, in um during the whole pandemic and still now yeah. yeah so many companies went into liquidation and mm. not many companies did survive especially like medium-sized companies who are require walk-in uh, mm-hmm. customers um, yeah. 
and yeah so there has been loads of positives and loads of negative but mm. when it comes to the employment it, you know there's so many cases of like self-employment is on the rise you mm. know every social That's media is a great platform um just like easy access deliveries amazon yeah. doing the seven day a week delivery it's mm-hmm. sort of made we've kind of find that sort of like that cloud nine kind of yeah. medium where we have taught ourselves that we don't need to be so rigid about that nine to five life mm. and you know it doesn't exist anymore and especially mm-hmm. and this is the interesting part is that like the work-life balance have become uh, in in a weird way is being gifted to us like um, amidst all of this like misery of the pandemic and yeah. you know people who suffered from the um virus etc cetera, etc cetera, mm-hmm. and all the like nhs staff who's been off complete front line who are being protecting us mm-hmm. can't be grateful enough but it was just interesting to see like how this gift of our work-life balance have mm. taught not just us as a staff or employees but employers actually there's a better way to modernize employment modernize people's workplace you don't yeah. necessarily have to be in that office and then unlike contrast to that so those who are self-employed who do need to go to places to work say for instance my mum who is a physio she needs to go and see people like act like physically but she's found ways to go around it you know and adapted so even small business like that have to learn to adapt so in some ways it's been a gift of how we can survive without needing to see each other yeah, I mean, I think we're we're definitely, I guess, we're challenging once again, you know, in, in the yeah. the way that I guess the industrial revolution challenged the working environment from agricultural to industrial, okay. um, and then from there we got the kind of the technology revolution. Everything was done mm-hmm. on computers in offices. We're now challenging that again to say, well, actually, do we really need to be in those offices, and do we really need yeah. to do these rigid kind of hours? And interestingly, it was one of the unions said that um, the unions, or some of them at least, supported flexible working, but the flexible and really stress this flexible had to mean truly flexible yeah not simply transporting the office culture Mm -hmm. to at home with the same long hours and kind of always on culture because the issue is as we exit the pandemic he said was that as we have to build on the flexibility that workers want um, yeah. and reset the boundaries between home and work life. Um, yeah. And I think this is really interesting because actually for parts of it where I think companies weren't necessarily sure what home working necessarily meant yeah. um, for them and for their business, um, there really was a blur between home and office life, um, especially if um, you don't have like a specific room that you can turn into your home office for example yeah. if people are doing it in their dining rooms and their bedrooms you know wherever yeah. it might be um, that actually their kind of relaxation space is also their workspace so they weren't yes. shutting down after after they'd done uh, their hours at whatever time of day they were doing their hours mm-hmm. they actually found they were doing a lot more than normal because it's the same kind of environment and everything's yeah. kind of mixed and matched and blurred together so but I think you think that people in general are becoming more conscious of the benefits of it yeah um, you know I've already mentioned no commuting um if anyone has ever had to commute you know how horrific that can be yeah. especially when it goes wrong um that quite frankly not having to do it is is a gift 
but also you get to spend more time with family for hobbies um you know now that we are allowed to do certain activities in certain places with certain numbers of people that that's okay or, or whatever other you know personal hobbies that you have that you can do inside the home and and realization that actually work can be done you know we have laptops i mean how ridiculous is this most companies give their staff members laptops but expect them to be sat at their desk in an office to do their work like the point of a laptop is that you're mobile right you can go do it kind of you know wherever you want so why are we why are we worrying about the location of someone physically if the work is being done um which i thought was a really interesting point to raise yeah because my aunt and that's a really good point actually because my aunt who uh, works in uh, the sort of health consultant industry Mm. and she's quite senior as well so you think she'll have a bit more flexibility but the boss or the CEO of the company is adamant, so adamant to have mm. every staff work. And it's a small company, right. I, I grant it. Right. But, but he's so adamant about ha- having her come into, you know, work. And like, uh, yeah, doing her work there. So I'm mm. not really sure. Maybe it's just a trust issue. But this week, I'm going to be bringing the statistics today. I, I know. I'm You've been reading the reports, have you? I have. Ah, well <laughs> then. What have you got? So, Lay the stats on me. Uh, so the statistics is from an article, which is part of the Job Reset Summit. And okay. it's a forum where like globally people can like submit their thoughts mm. and opinions when it comes to jobs and how it like how to modernize it and any if they're seeking input of how to like change it to make it effectively mm-hmm. better for everyone right. but interestingly when they collate all the data together they found mm. that and this isn't this is across broad a across across <laughs> i didn't know you couldn't pronounce your r's across across board mm. of the age of anything from 18 to i think it was 25 but also they extend it to 30 and above sure but they also found that 40 percent employees actually were thinking if not in mind wanted to quit their job or hand in their notice yeah and so and people like and there was a number of reasons for it it was not just one specific reasons people found that Facing digital burnout was one of the reasons why junior mm. members and if not senior members in the workforce wanting to quit. They just didn't really? want right. to be in front of a screen nine yeah. to five doing yeah. like the same thing every day. Mm. And then the more interesting thing was the fact that like a lot of the reasons that arise from this forum was the same thing. It's the, that whole like no work-life balance, and the mm-hmm. fact that like when so many people are thinking about it, doesn't mm. and they may not pursue it. You're right because obviously they need money to either pay their bills and raise yeah, families, sure. etc. But to think that like so many people in that bracket want to quit because actually the nine to five life is not for them, mm. and then more so is the fact that like the hybrid of working at home and then also like working in the office is great but so many companies are not enforcing it enough to maintain a sense of balance and therefore obviously like they either need to modernize really quickly to like for staff retention or they just need to ensure that this is the flexibility they can have and make sure that they actually follow through with it Mm. and here i'm just going to read the stats for you that 54 percent of generation z workers right were the 
most to populate that 41% of the entire global workforce mm. um, who wanted to resign or are yeah. going to resign or thinking of handing their notice. Because simply, if you think about it, we have, I think, our parents' generation, where they're so used to that sort of work mentality that they don't have a second choice. They don't have that flexibility. Um, you know, their whole, like, anything from, like, the 1950s and onwards where, like, you know, War, Wolf of Wall Street, the whole, you know, bank, this the city, we'll call it. Yeah. yeah. Is so engulfed by the idea of working 12 hours, you know, at the office, mm-hmm. making millions of pounds. And yeah, that yeah. culture is no longer our current generation's work mentality, you know, right. work eighth ethos you think yeah. about it like a lot of these generations are realize that they can afford a balanced work life yeah. you know coupled with the fact that they can have work at home or mm-hmm. remotely or at an office but they don't want to be trapped and none of these staff in these workforce want to be trapped no and it's interesting actually because the pandemic has reshaped our vision of employment it's just just exhausting and they're not going to be engaged Mm. by it and you know and the whole idea of facing our mental health is the one another reason why a lot of staff are thinking of resigning and Mm. like you know putting themselves first because they don't think the job's going to be worth it if they're going to like you know damage their uh, mental health and depreciate so it's so like the statistics was really interesting and quite Mm. impacting because you just realize in yourself that everyone's thinking of the same thing everyone's suffering the same thing yeah and if we don't modernize the way employment works a lot of people are just going to bail and a lot of companies will suffer Mm. from it yeah and it's interesting you say that because actually i have some stats too um because you know who would i be if i didn't have stats on hand um but it's really interesting because actually we haven't quite got it right yet and yes we're kind of experiencing this idea of flexible working right now but actually home working is also having an impact on people's uh, mental health and not necessarily in a good way like you would think 67 percent of people that were surveyed said that they felt less connected to their colleagues um which makes sense right everything's over you know zoom or teams or other kind of conferencing apps that um you know most of the time you're just saying you know you know bob you you mute it bob bob we can't hear you you're, you're <laughs> muted Mute, you're muted turn your yeah there you go yeah we can hear you you know that's like half the conversation half the time which is a very yeah. sort of you know it takes you out of that kind disconnected of disconnects yeah. you it takes you out of that kind of conversation yeah. with someone for a start but also 56 percent of people found that uh, they found it harder to switch off because like i was saying before yeah work and home is now blended into sort of one amalgamous yeah. mess so actually when do you switch off and you know if you if it's right there kind of in front of you just think oh, i'll just check that other email i'll just do that little no, bit, exactly mm-hmm. um you know before i you know go have dinner or whatever and uh, actually only a third of respondents so despite those quite high numbers only a third of respondents um were actually offered any sort of uh, mental health support from their employer and it's interesting because other than salary flexible working is the most important factor contributing to worker yeah. happiness so it's it, it's crazy that we all really want it but actually it's having a really bad effect on us for doing it mm. and i wonder if that's not because of the act of um flexible working itself you know the idea Mm -hmm. of flexible working but it's how it's been implemented yeah 
So um, I know some places that are, are thinking now that, you know, once things are uh, a bit more palatable and kind of out there in the kind of the real world, they're going to start asking staff to come in at least one day a week. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the extent they're going to force kind of working in the office. Yeah. Um, at least one day a week, you know, touch base with your team, have that kind of social interaction, you know, that kind of physical interaction of being in someone's presence rather than looking yeah. at them through a camera um, <laughs> as a way of like boosting you know that kind of morale that sort of connectivity to real people as opposed to machines and give people true flexibility in terms of the hours they work and when that work gets done so that people can have a good work-life balance and Mm -hmm. and throughout they you know they have been doing things like ensuring that people aren't putting meetings in at unsociable times of the day yeah so they picked kind of late morning to, I guess, kind of late afternoon as socially acceptable times of days to hold meetings between. Um, and, and, and they are thinking about people outside of those hours who maybe have other responsibilities like picking up their children or, or just not wanting to get up that early that day because they're not feeling great. Right, um, yeah. So that they're implementing things like that to kind of ensure that actually this is a long-term solution yeah. rather than a short-term response to a, you know the global health pandemic. And I think that's the right way of doing it personally, because yeah. if you're not thinking of it long-term, you're going to lead to the things that you were talking about, like burnout and unhappiness and depression. Um, and you are going to have people feeling negatively about it, even though we all really, really want to work from home all the time. And it's interesting because, you know, we all want flexible working, right? But it's actually the number one benefit that employees say that they're the most uncomfortable asking about during an interview. Um, and I really do think, like, especially in this day and age, we need to stop being afraid to ask, yeah. um, you know, whether flexible working and working from home is part of the package. Yeah. It's funny you said that because I was just thinking the other day when I was looking through, like scrolling through LinkedIn mm. and trying to, you know, I always apply for jobs just to see what sure. the market's like. Yeah. yeah. Interesting because all I looked for, and genuinely not not on purpose, but back of my mind, all I looked for was if they had flexible working or remote working mm. in the job mm. title. Yeah. And interestingly, like more and more people want it. But I want to know mm-hmm. if more and more employers want to give it. Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I do wonder. Um, but on that note, I'm going to go tell Bob he can work from home and I'll teach him how to use Zoom properly. But please do get involved. If you have any stories about uh, working from home, has it been good yeah. for you? Has it been bad for you? Have you actually not been able to work from home? What's the job you do? How does it feel mm. um, to be you know, out there? when other people are working at home. Mm. Let us know all in the comments below. We'd love to hear your stories. Get involved, get in touch. You can follow us at YQ Society on all social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. All the links in the description below. And uh, news to you, James. I'm going to allow mm-hmm. you to work remotely at home. Oh, fantastic. That's good. That's <laughs> where I am already, but sure. <laughs> As always, like and subscribe. Click on the bell for more of our um, episodes in the future and as james has said get involved join in and we would love from here we love from here from we love from here you two from till then take care (laughs) until next time take care everyone take care